This is our league, and this is your league. From the 55-yard line on CFL America Radio and the Sports History Network. I want Frank to do Madden in all kinds of scenarios, you know? <laughs> you, you just, I would just carry him around with me saying, hey, how would, uh, how would Madden do this? How well, would Madden do it's, that? It's really pointless to have him do football anymore because what you'd really like to hear him do is like figure skating. <laughs> and, that's you know, an extra the... figure eight there when you make the eight on the, on the ice. I mean, if you could, you know, probably if you could do a figure seven, I mean, you'd probably get more points, but it's, it's so hard it's to so do hard, that nobody's yeah. ever done it. <laughs> Sure. Well, see, football—he's useless in football now. You want him in all the other stuff. How about how about Madden on a racist jibe about why Tiger Woods is better than all the other white golfers? Hey, there's one I'm not gonna do. <laughs> Come on. Here's a guy who's just trying to get a recording for his own archives, and then bring that to the bosses and say, "Hey, I should be on Fox Sports." Uh, I, I might not be the smartest guy, Chuck, but uh, but I do know enough to know that I can't do that. <laughs> Please! Oh, man. My back hurts. Oh, I'm laughing so hard. For those of you just tuning in, it's Frank Caliendo from Mad TV, Fox Sports. Who, who actually, did your text say Fox Sports on or just Fox? Uh, they, actually, they actually say girl group, believe it or not. That's who owns <laughs> Mad TV. So here's a guy who told you the truth, and it's stupid. He should have lied. <laughs> and actually says right. Madden guy. All right, how about this, Frank? How about, how about Madden telestrating video footage of the Taliban's last hold out in Kandahar. Yeah, they're moving it into a smaller space over here. It's kind of like when you can't afford a big apartment. They're putting it in a smaller apartment and we're going to put an eviction notice on there. <laughs> Boom! Hey, they're gone! <laughs> hey, you don't even get your security deposit back. Here's a group of people who weren't thinking. When they got involved, when they got involved in this, they weren't thinking that this was going to happen. You've you got to realize that when you, when you go against the United States of America to the republic for which it stands, one nation, you've know, you got to see that, and that's why. And sometimes Ace is a place for the helpful Highlander, man. You can tell these guys are trampling around out there. They could get a bad case athlete. <laughs> they need some tough acting to Boom! Hey, that'll get rid of it. And then you got an Outback Steakhouse. I had a Dr. Pepper. And then you can tell these are the kind. Brett Favre had a dog on his leg. And puts a, puts a farmer had a dog. And Bingo was his name. Oh, I learned how to spell Bingo in third grade. It's I-N-G-O. Clap instead of doing the B there. And that's a the dog was licking. He's got a rash. And boom! Hey, it's time for Tanakin again. Hey, I sell beds in Minnesota. Do you want John? Madness Does he really, sell, he oh, really yeah. sells beds? Yeah, hey, you want to... What, what are they, rebar reinforced beds? <laughs> hey, yeah, you got to lay down in here. It's a nice, comfy area. Hey, I even fit on it. <laughs> and, oh, look at me rolling around here all sexy. Anybody can get some action. I want to eat Sealy Posturepedics. Hey, hey, it's the John Madden Craft Magic Adjustable. <laughs> hey, you know... <laughs> oh, hey, I got a spit bucket. <laughs> John, roll over. Uh, I got a headache. When you pull your face back, make sure you powder afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
That was a reference when you guys were talking about shiny faces. I was listening, and when you said that, I put that in there for, for people who weren't listening. Powder, powder actually will, will make it seem like you're not as shiny. If you, if you don't powder, they do that when they put makeup on you, and sometimes I, I'm not like Ronald McDonald or anything, but hey, it's a good time for a great taste. Maybe I could get a commercial for them anyway. You know, that's the thing, too. Next time you see Madden, Take a moment. A lot of people just kind of, you know, look at him in passing or whatever. Take a good look at his face. Take a good look at the whole package that is Madden. It's just a spectacular toad look, you know? Hey, have you ever seen Shrek? <laughs> yes. I could have been that guy if he wasn't green. Hey, princess. Hey, you're pretty, too. Oh, man. Yeah, then he wants you to stop doing this, you say. That's hard to believe. Yeah, that's right. I don't understand why. It makes, it makes Madden seem interesting, at least for the first time in 10 years. Right, because now his whole act's been reduced to circling people in the state. Right. That, circle that, me, John. Right. There are a lot of interesting people out there, and if I'm not circling them, <laughs> they don't exist. How are you going to notice they're there? <laughs> that is right, Bert. Uh, still doing the wrong name joke, and it's it's wearing it's wearing even it's wearing thinner than anything else I've done. <laughs> Always a treat when John Madden calls in from his bus. What state are you in now, John? I am uh, in a state of confusion. All right, well, that's good. <laughs> and uh, why? Bump, uh, I do my own uh, rim shots there, too. But, uh, why are you calling? Well, the whole weather dog thing has got me. Uh, I mean, I always, uh, you know, it, for me, it, uh, it was a time for change this year, and, and this year is a time for change. I'm thinking that you got to get a, 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 what they really need there is a weather wolf. <laughs> and Channel you know, Six. Wolf. I mean, you know, uh, the old wolf, the old uh, dog was uh, against some spunk, but this one, uh, or maybe skunk. Maybe we'll get a skunk, skunky. <laughs> I mean, skunky. And the weather stinks. That could be his little thing that he does there. And if he says the winds from the west, you can prove it. Yeah, there you go. I mean, <laughs> I am in the west right now too, so that might be my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, uh, rich I, diet, I, huh? The truth is, great weather. Is about great weather. You're gonna have weather whether you got a weather dog or you don't have a weather dog. You got a weather uh, weather wolf or a, a weather uh, even a weather lemur. I mean, <laughs> a, monkey, but, I mean a weather lemur. Hey, look out! There he goes. He's got a tin cup and he's got another guy with an organ grinder. But I mean, there's a lot of things you can do with the weather, and uh, you, you can't change the weather. But you can always report on it, and the best way to report on anything is with a puppet, and that's what we're going to start doing. With uh, we're going to have a puppet on the uh, on Monday Night Football. Really, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. John, thanks for calling. Hey guys, uh, I, 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 I uh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, guess who was at the Jewel Food Store at Sunny Slope and National last night? Do I get any we, clues? We wondered last uh, yesterday if uh, if he was well or not. Or if he was injured. And I didn't walk up and ask him. Longwell. Oh, oh right. Well, well, really? like the, you were afraid to go ask him, huh? I, I was on the way out. <laughs> yeah, excuses. And, and, and the checker lady said, Brian Longwell's back there. 
Was he just shopping or was it in the he parents' signing jewel? autographs. He was like in the vegetable department signing <laughs> really? autographs next to the his celery. Agent, his agent's got to get a better gig. No, I mean, he I mean, he wasn't even, you know. Stay healthy. Right. <laughs> well, well. <laughs> hey, here's a piece of celery. <laughs> yeah, it was just like that. It was like, oh, I'm not going back there. What if you can stuff celery with meat? Yeah, if you, if you <laughs> Put the meat inside of it. Well, you could, you could but you got to cut it open first and then you got to cook it. If you don't cook it. <laughs> gonna, you got a case or you got a chance of getting something you don't want. I can't think of what it's called. But if, if I could, that's the thing that you could get from uh, from eating raw meat. Maybe, maybe wrap the ba- wrap the celery in bacon, perhaps. Uh, it's a, bacon is bacon makes anything better. Uh, <laughs> definitely, you want to make celery better. <laughs> if you if you don't dress up celery, it's it's just celery. <laughs> you can say anything in that voice, you, can't you? It really. Can. I'm realizing that I'm not very funny, and all I do is just talk just, with a funny voice. Right, you don't think things over before you say no, them. You just say them. Keep talking. No, but you got, exactly you, right. you got the Madden syntax down oh, perfectly. No and that is to take something like celery. If you, if you, like if you're saying, if you've got celery, then you, you've got something that you don't want. You know, something very basic. You can't you can't make it complicated. I don't usually right. use the word like complicated, but right. you, you right. can't make it tough to understand. Or hard to understand is probably what I would say there. And probably, probably hard is an easier word than tough. Yeah. Hard is hard. Tough is tough means tough, and this isn't tough. And you're right. You're right. Celery isn't tough. Celery is for uh, for people who like dancing, and I'm not, right. I'm not a dancer, but uh, if I was, I would probably like celery. And, uh, right. I mean, every every phrase, every sentence must spiral down onto its own reverberations. It's, you know, its, it's own like self-analysis. On, on your way into a black hole. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, there's L2000. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was at the store the other day because uh, I was gonna I was gonna buy the new uh, one of the new football games for my PS2, and I said, "Do I get Madden 2002?" And I said, "No, I can't because I hate the guy. I really can't. I can't." Uh, on my website, Steve, I yeah. have a Madden downloads <laughs> oh. on frankcaliendo.com. You can go or maddenguy.com. It's called Caliendo. C A L I E N D O. Okay. It's got alien in the middle of it. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know why, but it does. <laughs> and, this must mean something. Um, <laughs> and and, and, and the, the, these are you doing Madden? It's me doing Madden. It says Excellent. things. It's things like, uh, hey, here's a guy who wants a smaller window. <laughs> this guy, if you if you if your computer crashed, you can call Microsoft. Oh God, that's great! <laughs> and it's it's really fun for the first four minutes. No, 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 and that, I, no. It gets. Re- I, I did it, and I was proud of it. <laughs> I listened to it. I'm like, why? My my brother did the website. I'm like, just turn this off. <laughs> hey, uh, you, if you you've reached a critical stopping situation, so uh, that's a critical stop beep is it there? And when the and you hear the critical stop beep, that means there's a stop that was critical, and. Uh, now you now you have to click on something. <laughs> can, can you can you cut one for me that talks about Madden discussing how to surf for girl on girl porn? Come on. Hey, that'll okay. Yeah, then we'll do that one. Hey, what? I, Come I, on. I, no, I'm really gonna do it. I said I was good, and here here, here it comes, quote unquote. I can't say that. Anyway, yours. You didn't say what it was, and I kind of felt like it. And I don't know if we got it cut out, but here's a here's a when you when. When 
you're uh, when you're looking on the on the on the internet, you got to look for uh, you got to put in some keywords. You got to go to maybe Yahoo or Google or something like that, and then you look up boobs or ass. And <laughs> you, look, you look for something backdoor. Sometimes you look for that. And if you're, <laughs> you look for uh, tasty young teens. If you look for look for that, you look for girl on girl, and you put that. You can't put girl and then on and then girl. You got to put it all in quotes. Then you get it. If you do, you'll get other things like girls dancing on cars. And that's not with other girls. And see, it comes up in there. But if you got it in the quotes, you got to get girl on girl. Now, I've never seen this, but uh, I've heard that that's... And, then, and when you see that's the kind of thing that happens, and then you know it. Bravo, bravo. I, I will... Uh TheFrankCaliendo.com will get prominent linkage over at Zane.com. If you're really dumb, MaddenGuy.com, you can go do too. Okay, MaddenGuy.com is easier, good too. We'll put that up there as well. It's easier to spell. They both go to the same thing, but when it's easier to spell, people will go to it. Right. Now I'm turning into almost like Forrest Gump. Stupid ears and stupid dumb. Right. My mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, tell Eric, tell Eric to cut up that uh, that Google search uh, cut there from uh, Frank. Right. Steve Zabin. That's a must for my site. Steve Zabin is a, is a great guy. When I say a great guy, I mean that he's a guy who's great. And uh, I mean, uh, I mean, any guy who can get me to talk about girl on girl surfing the internet. And when you when I'm talking about surfing the internet, you're not actually surfing. You're, you're looking around. Surfing is a that's a term. It's, <laughs> it's not. A, it's not. It has nothing to do with water. If you use your water in the computer, then you, unless you're drinking the water, <laughs> you can you can drink water. You can drink water and use a computer, but you can't put water on a computer. <laughs> Did you ever hear Madden do this? He'll take like 35, 40 billion different things, throw them all in one sentence because he thinks they go together. Some Ralph's not going to say anything because he's been drinking since last Sunday. <laughs> Some of you guys know exactly what that feels like. Madden stuffing sentences together like he's sticking sardines in a can. Like sometimes you can tell these are the guy I could have taken one time, you know, Michael Irvin had a crack pipe on his sideline a couple of years ago. I remember that. You could tell tonight, you know, these are the guys like Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, man. And then you could tell that's the kind of thing we ate at Outback Steakhouse. I had a Dr. Pepper. Have you ever noticed I look like I could have been Shrek? And then you could tell these are the kinds of things that when you see that, there's there's a rainbow out today. Where the rainbow works, you got the sun over here, and then there's a cloud over here, and then the rain comes down. Hey, look, that's pretty rain. And then the sun shines through. That's a ray of sunlight. Not like rain is down the street from Pat at Roy G. Biv is how you remember the colors. At the end of the rainbow, there's a pile of gold and a leprechaun. He's doing a little dance, making a little love, get down tonight. And then maybe, maybe I had some of that crack. And then Brent Favre... <coughs> Brett Favre had a, had a dog on his leg, and what's your farmer had a dog, and bingo was his name Oh, I learned how to spell bingo in third grade, and it's clap by NGO. Instead of clapping, I said clap. You could have clapped there, but I didn't. That's a dog was licking him. He's got a rash there. If he wants to get rid of it, boom, tough acting to act, and he'll get rid of it. 
<laughs> you see that face he makes all the time now, too? It's like he just ate a really big lemon. And then he'll say the same thing in the first part of the sentence that he does in the end part of the sentence. Like, great football is, is about great football. And when you're playing great football, that's what makes great football great. If you weren't playing great football, then it wouldn't be great football. It'd just be mediocre football. And without great football, you can't have great football. And these guys out here today, these guys are they're playing great football. Thanks, John. I remember one time back in like 1983, I had a gobstopper in my mouth and it's, it's still there. I do a great uh, trollish version of Robert De Niro. Hey, you talking to me there? <laughs> My other favorite thing that he does is he'll, he'll point something out, but it's just so obvious. It's like, uh, <laughs> it starts out with that laugh that, <laughs> hey, that guy's got mud on his jersey. <laughs> See, the way you make mud is you got dirt and then you get water in it, and that creates mud. And then you got mud on your jersey, that's a, that's a dirty jersey. <laughs> and that, that kind of rhymes. Thanks, Johnny. I saw something out of my left eye yesterday and realized that uh, I can see in different directions. I'm like a fish. I can look forward and look in three different directions. I can see the whole field. And when you can see the whole field, that makes it better. Kurt, Kurt Warner can see the whole field and Marshall Falk can see the whole field. But I, I, I am another guy who can, who can definitely see the whole field. And, and Chuck, I don't know if you counted, but I said probably 37,000 times last night. Yeah, and, uh, and at the end of the game, oh, bad analysis. Uh, you can't go for the win here. Go no, for you, the tie. And I still think they shouldn't have gone for it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. You yeah, never, you right. never, you never want to win the game on the last second. You don't want to win that game. You never want to do that. You play for kissing your sister. <laughs> if you kiss your sister, I mean, a lot of people think that's not good. But I've kissed my sister. And I'll tell you, I, you don't go for the win. <laughs> <laughs> the Super Bowl. Hey, yeah. I mean, there's yeah. a there's a lot of and they call it the Super Bowl because it is super. And, and yeah. that, if they didn't, it'd be the Clark Kent Bowl, and they, everybody <laughs> that's a promotion. Bring glasses yeah. to the stadium. You, know, Bring, hey, you go for the you go for the tie. Yeah, go, yeah don't go for the win. <laughs> yeah. Were you under any orders, John, yesterday? If Pat did start off on some sort of rant in the post game, to him. take him out, right? Uh, I am I am not gonna I, I cannot move that fast. Put him right? in a headlock. <laughs> Maybe we, we had a couple of uh, U.S. Marshals there and a couple of ninjas. Pat, you gotta have, I mean, when Pat's around, Pat looks like he's slow and he looks old, but Pat can really, he's sleek like a cat. He's like a wolf or a fox. They call him El Zorro. El Zorro in España. In España. In España, it's El Zorro. And that's why he's got a Z on a, on a tattoo on his ass. See, now that's funny because... Because, Pat, I got to tell you, or 
I mean, Pat, John. Sorry, I pulled a Pat there, didn't I? That's okay, Chuck. Yeah, hey, misidentified. Uh, I saw you, John, on Bourbon Street earlier in the week with the lovely Leslie Visser. Yeah, it's, uh, I love being with Leslie Visser, and she's a, she is a, we were playing uh, what I like to call uh, color and analysis, and uh, <laughs> you're not going to believe what I got to circle. Well, <laughs> circle is well, John. You know, you know, what I heard, John, was that you let her use the Madden Cruiser to go shopping in New York City in exchange for... <clears throat> Yeah, I know, well, back steak. You know, yeah, <laughs> so to flank, speak. A couple of flank steaks, right. Yeah, you bet I did. And uh, there was, used a sauce on there, the A1, and, <laughs> and that makes it a little easier <laughs> going down the tubes there. And <laughs> so you didn't, but you, when you were on Bourbon Street, I didn't see you getting any beads. No, I, I wasn't getting any beads, but uh, Pat was on Bourbon Street, and there's a reason they call it Bourbon Street, and Pat was, uh, Pat was tipping back to Bourbon. <laughs> So he's back on the wagon, or is it off the wagon? I, I don't know. Be off the wagon. But. Off the wagon, and uh, pulled by the Budweiser Clydesdales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So next year you have a new partner. Yeah, looking for some some other people. Uh, not sure who it's going to be yet. Tommy but, uh, Brookshire. Tommy Brookshire, uh, Joe Buck, or uh, Jack Buck, or Buck Rogers. One of those guys. <laughs> John Madden in the 21st century. <laughs> Where's Aaron Gray? I want Aaron Gray in a skin tight suit, the white suit that form fits to the body. And you see the curves and the hips and. The, uh, hey, uh, John, oh. did you catch uh, Frank Caliendo on Mad TV Saturday night? I. Uh, I do not watch that guy, and I'll tell you, this is the truth here. Uh, I saw his manager uh, at, at the Super Bowl, and he came up to me and said, uh, do you like that guy who does the impression of you? And I said, I don't like it. <laughs> he asked me again. He said, do you like that impression of the guy? I don't like it. And then I stormed off. I don't want him doing that. I don't, I don't like it. That was that was all you had to say. That is all I said to his man. I said the guy, if I see that again, I will do some kicking. I'll get the ninjas on him, and uh, my fish eyes will be out there. I mean, I'll viscer him. Yeah. That How much time did John Madden put into that farewell when he's gone? He was talking about him, what being a jewel or a treasure, and, and we're all gonna treasure you. Yeah. We're all now, gonna. When's my weekend with Pat Summerall? Because I want to treasure him too. Still <laughs> boozing with him. Want to pet him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Pat Summerall Petting Zoo. <laughs> the Padding Zoo. <laughs> the Padding Zoo, where are you going to get padded? <laughs> On the Dave and Carol Morning Radio Extravaganza. And uh, big game yesterday. Yeah. Obviously the Super Bowl. Probably the greatest Super Bowl that was ever played. John Madden in the studio right now. John, great game. You guys did a great job. It, it was a, a, a really was a great game, and that's why they call the Super Bowl the Super Bowl because it was super. And uh, when you got a super and a bowl game you're together, I mean, what, yeah. what, what else? I mean, why would you call it anything different? <laughs> exactly. It, well, uh, you know, I I um I don't exactly know what happened with you and Pat last night. But we did receive these flowers here today. Yeah, he as dropped you can these see, off for you. Big right. bouquet of flowers. Right. And uh, it says... Those are, those are beautiful. Yeah, right, says, they're for you. Dear John, uh, if I can read the card, I mean, I hope I'm not intruding. It's, it says, Dear John, thanks for last night. We should have done that a lot sooner. Why did we wait 21 years? Love, Pat yeah. Summerall. Pat, oh, I love Pat. <laughs> Pat, Pat. 
<laughs> Maybe you shouldn't have read it on here. <laughs> Pat and I, we took us 21 years. That's uh, 21 years. And, uh, that's a lot of uh, quarters and a lot of games, a lot of quarters in there, and a lot of <laughs> sexy glances. You just try to, well, yeah. you try to look sure. away from you. you realize sure. sure, when you catch him, all of a sudden just kind of glancing at you and you feel the heat, but then you just want to go... Yeah, it, don't want to go there. Temperature starts to rise, and you, you, mm -hmm. you feel a little happy and happier than you normally do. And last night we just decided to act on it. And, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't. I mean, when he does that to the twenty thing or the twenty five, and <laughs> he's going to give me a flag on the play. I mean, I mean, I, I can't tell you. I mean, this is beautiful. I mean, uh, if you can't see this here, which you can't, it's uh, there's pink in the middle, and then on the right there's some. Uh, Yellow, and those are, I think, Daisy. That a Daisy there? That a little, would be a Daisy, a right? Daisy, a Daisy. I love Daisy. And then, uh, <laughs> there's uh, something else that's pink, and then some green, and then when you got green, pink, and yellow, and purple, and that's a lot of colors. It's not a rainbow, but it is. A little butterfly right there. There's a butterfly. Oh, I didn't even see the monarch. <laughs> Don't bite me. Don't bite me, little fella. I'm already on my way down. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever you want to do. Hey, um... Kind of a bittersweet thing, though. I mean, even though you had your wonderful send-off with him, it was kind of bittersweet doing the game, the last one you'll ever do. He really has some soft skin. <laughs> <laughs> and he rubs that makeup-filled cheek on my cheek, and we, when our makeup blends a little bit, uh -huh, yeah. it's just something special, something I feel. Uh -huh. I mean, I'm glad I could be here to share with you There's guys. There's nothing wrong with that. How did you get here so quickly? I mean, I thought you were just a bus guy. You just like the bus. I didn't take the bus, but we, we filled it with uh, Dr. Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pepper makes your car go fast. I mean, you can put a doctor, <laughs> boom. <laughs> I got my own sound effects. Yeah. And, uh, it is a really a beautiful thing, and uh, I'm losing my flowers. <laughs> my flowers are being Well, the flowers... We're just uh, moving it because we have people in here. That's, uh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 actually, I looked out of my left eye. I could see it out of my left eye like last night when I saw on the sidelines someone hurt there. But uh, <laughs> I used my left eye. And, uh, like a fish, I can see both ways. But to the left eye, that's a, that's a powerful one. Now, um, do you have any sort of pregame Super Bowl ritual that you... Undertake. I mean, obviously, with, it was the last game with Summerall, but well, Pat and I, we, we, we do a little thing. We do it. We play one game mm -hmm. of tic tac toe. Okay. He asked me to practice my O's there, and he works on the X's, and uh, as okay. you know, X marks the spot. And, uh, right. and we do a little slow dance. <laughs> that was the yeah. predecessor to the flowers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But uh, it, it was really great, and uh, I love uh, I love football. I love Pat. I love Pat and football. Pat and football. Yeah, it's like, like a World War Two thing. Like, Pat and football. Is that the right war? I don't even know. There's a guy who should have paid attention in the geology class. Yeah, now did you uh, geology? <laughs> I don't know. It's the only subject I could think of. <laughs> Dave, well, leave me alone. You're at a rock station, I, so that I, works. Yeah, yeah there you go. Dave, there we go. <laughs> Tying Ties things together. right together, yeah, yeah. boy. I'll tell you. So, Dave and Carol. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with me? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's the one and only Frank Caliendo. One hey. and only. Two and one. Three and one. No, just one. Just one. Uh, didn't get a chance. Saturday night, we were out partying. So I didn't get a chance to see you live and in person on the Mad TV thing. But I did watch the rerun this morning. Very funny stuff. Was that the some amazing yeah. makeup, too? It was good. There I mean, was, and who was the guy that was doing Summerall? Uh, Will Sasso. He's been on the show for a while. Big, uh, very funny. <laughs> he was the bottle. Of I mean, it was 
Yeah, it was. When. <laughs> Do you miss the, the take they didn't show? Was he was pouring, the, I think it was like a mock JD or Sam Adams or something. Uh, not Sam, but JD or something like that. It was poured and it was overflowing for like three seconds. He goes, when. <laughs> no more. No more there for you there. And it's over. And boom. Okay. One station had me call like uh like the the uh, when I was in Kansas City I was thinking it was Houston they had me call like the Midnight Bunny Ranch or something like that you know one of those as John Madden as John Madden in Vegas calling some uh, bordello I am looking for a little uh, Ace Hardware if you know what I mean <laughs> maybe I share my Outback steak with someone <laughs> they probably didn't even know who you were it was the, the lady I said do you know you're looking I'm trying to get away from Pat here, and, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you know who I am. And she's like, "Oh, I know who you are." Really? She's like a lot of famous people causing. Oh, good. <laughs> who, else, who else is called? I mean, I'd be—that's what I would be doing. I'd be like, "Who else is called?" I should have asked at that point. There's, Ah, oh, now how's so you your the list. how's your Joe Buck? Because it looks like he might be the guy to fill in, you know, Summerall's shoes. I don't know. I don't have a Joe Buck yet. I was I'm trying to just do silly little things right now. With like uh, one thought was Adam Sandler because <laughs> they're going the same way as Monday Night Football, you know. Super Bowl three, Super Bowl two, Super Bowl thirty six. The guys wear big shoes. <laughs> Got like a size eighteen there or a size nineteen, and you should see the size, the size of that guy's gloves. <laughs> I mean, oh, Pat, you have no chance anymore. <laughs> Frank Caliendo's in the studio. More with Frank coming up. Don't go away. Al Michaels' new partner. Good morning, John. Hey, guys. Uh, great to be here. Great to be a part of Monday Night Football. I want you guys to know that Al Michaels is probably the best guy in the world at broadcasting football games. Whoa, 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 Networks, guys, it completely changes it. So, so you uh, I'm, I'm on the alphabet so, network, that's what they call it, because ABC get that to the beginning of the alphabet. Right. Network. Yeah. Yeah, so, it, what, so what's going to happen now is Monday night football, I'll be on Monday nights. Uh, the rest of the games are still going to be on Sundays, but I'll have a game on Monday night. On Monday, right. Best broadcaster in the world. <laughs> I can't believe you're saying that. So you're literally. Throwing your 21-year partner under the Outback Steak Bus. <laughs> and running over him and running over him again and then backing up over him and then throwing some keys at him from Ace Hardware and running over him again. Getting something from Renna Center, sticking that on him, running him over again. It's a, a lot of running over, let me tell you. It's, hey, I, hey, I got a lot of loyalty, but it's Al Michael. Hey, John. <laughs> <laughs> Hey John. Yeah. Do you feel uh you know because you gave Pat that big send off, you gave him that, that piece of two by four or whatever it was and told him it was part of a bench or something. No, it was a goal post from the game goal winning post. field goal. Right. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I hope he's smacking himself in the head right now with it because I am on ABC. <laughs> <laughs> and I am I am gonna be Monday night. So, so Wow, so uh Well he has no he has no pull with the Fox network whatsoever anymore, does he? 
more Fox or Fox is not. I am uh, now on ABC. And I don't know if I mentioned this, but I'm going to be doing Monday Night Football. Yeah. Uh, I used to be on Sundays. Now I'm on Mondays. I, I talk to the people at the at the calendar place, and uh, we, we also because uh, I've talked to Chuck before about this. He he loves that I do Thanksgiving stuff and things yeah, the like that. Turducken. How are you going to do a turducken? Oh man, well, that's right. I've, ta I've talked to the guys that make the calendars, and I've also talked to God, and we're changing uh, Thanksgiving to Monday nights now. <laughs> <laughs> so you Talk to God. Guys, make calendars. Be, be ready. I don't want you to make too many calendars, and then realize <laughs> that Monday nights is the. It's good. Actually, I'm thinking about having Thanksgiving every Monday night. Hey, John, you didn't. Uh, you gave, but there was a big send off for Pat where you said uh, you're a jewel or you're a gem or something like that, and you gave him the the two by four and the plaque and all that stuff. You, what do you get? You get nothing. No send off. No thanks for coming. No, 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 yeah, I, I don't want that. I, I, I want to go to ABC at Disney. I'm trying to do a Disney film there, and I want to, I want to be the next Aladdin. Shrek you know, too. <laughs> right, I, I thought you already I, did a Shrek. A whole new world. I mean, I can sing, I can dance. Hakuna Matata means no worries for the rest of my days. All right, well, John, good luck with this Monday night thing. It was apparent from the beginning that Madden is in love with Brett Favre. Oh, it was like a Brett Favre masturbation fest. And we have John Madden on the phone with us this morning. Hi, John! Hey, guys. Uh, you know, Brett Favre uh, could probably do a great morning show, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he, he can do voices. He can really lead you in a song. He can lead you out of a song. I mean, the guy, it, it, you know, if there's, a, if there's humans playing football and they were only allowed to be humans playing football, Brett Favre would not be allowed to play football. <laughs> I mean, he's a guy. Every week on Monday Night Football, I have a, a new a new best player in the world. Uh -huh. Yeah. And Brett Favre actually was the best player in the world for two weeks in a row. This week, he was the best player in the world, and he wasn't even playing. I'd rather talk about Brett Favre and how, and how he was great uh, last week than actually call the game this week because that's how good Brett Favre is. Brett Favre won't. You can't get Brett Favre. You can't. You have to say his name. You can't even say he. You got to say Brett Favre. You got to say Brett. Brett Favre knows that Brett Favre is doing well today. I mean, it's it's like a, you know, and that and that's what football is all about. And uh, your opinion of the Chicago Bears this year? Well, yeah. I mean, the one thing that when we were in Champaign, now Champaign is a. Is the name of a city. We 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 weren't in a champagne glass, which would have been awkward. But I, I mean, uh, although Brett Favre could do it, and I wouldn't mind. But, I mean, uh, you know, uh, the the Bears—they're not scoring enough points. You got to score more points than the other team if you're going to win. Absolutely, and, yeah. That goes they're not—they're not doing that. And on defense, you got to tackle, and they're not always tackle. So the keys to the game is to score more points and tackle, and, and they're not doing that. And when you don't do that, you, there's a win column and a loss column. There's also right. a tie column. But the, the loss column is worse for the Bears than it is for like, I mean, the Packers have a, they have a win and loss column, and their win column is higher, and their loss column is lower. But that's because of Brett Favre. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, you guys, you know, uh, I, was, I was thinking about sending Brett Favre to the Middle East. Yeah? Yeah, he could find, I mean, Brett Favre could find Osama. Uh -huh. I mean, he, that guy, he could hit anything with a football. <laughs> oh. Boom, hit him. Boom. <laughs> I like the entertainment ridiculousness of it because it, I've had to go in the booth for like a Cardinals game and a Cubs game and stuff like that when, when I was uh, doing some press. And 
it's not easy because you got to come up with a lot of stuff to say. Yeah. And there's just nothing to do a lot of the time. And with football, there is there's a lot of time where there's just nothing going yeah. on. Then that's why Madden gets into those situations where he talks about his guy's jersey is muddy yeah. and there's less mud on the field. Yeah, there's nothing else to say. Well, if, the thing is, his beginnings of sentences are the same as the ends. I mean, <laughs> a simple way to do a Madden sentence is just turn it around and turn it in on itself. It's like yeah. it's like a great football is about great football. And you've got great football players playing great football. <laughs> Well, that's the best kind of football playing. You got if you don't have great players playing great football, well, that's just regular great football. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Frank. Hey, appreciate you talking to us this morning. Thanks, guys. All right, take care. You too, Frank Caliendo. Check him out on the web www.frankcaliendo.com or maddenguy.com. John in the studio with us. John, good morning. Hey, guys. You know, it, it, it's always great to be here. Sometimes it's great to be uh, uh, in a different place, and then you get to this place, and you realize you like this place better. But when you when you get here, and you feel it, and you love it, I mean, I mean K- <laughs> KY, I mean, those my two favorite, there's two favorite letters that I've ever had, K and Y are two of them. I mean, I remember Sesame I mean, I remember my favorite episode of Sesame Street. It was brought to you by the, the, the numbers 99.7. And the letters K and Y, and I thought to myself, "Where's Where's Larry and Tana?" I mean, I mean, that's, a, you know, that's the kind of thing I'm thinking. You know, if you take one Larry and one one Tana and one uh, one Max, and you put them in the same place, you don't have you don't that doesn't add up to ninety nine point seven. But you could, you know, I mean, you could, you could say K Y, and that would mean something complete. That'd be sure. like a video you buy at one of those stores: a K Y and two guys and a girl, two guys, a girl, and some ointment. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. actually not ointment, yeah. but I mean, I tried to I tried to say the right word. If you pick the right word, you can say whatever you want. And I'm not sure if sure. I picked that word or the wrong word. Uh-huh. But between the right words and the wrong words, there's always a space. And when you use, if you keep the right amount of space between the right word and the wrong word and the wrong word and the wrong word and the right yeah. word and the right word, then you can say anything you want. Now, you know, and KY also stands for Kentucky, too. Uh, yeah, you know, it does. But, that, you know, I mean, I went there. With, I went to Kentucky one time. Uh-huh. I was there. And when yeah. I was there, I was like, where's where's Max Tanner Muffet? They're like, they, that's not, that's a different K1. Yeah. And I said, well, I mean, well, then, and then I was, then I was, then, you know, then I was, at a, at a, at a, you know, and I, I went to a, a, I, you know, I'm trying to think of a. The Derby, a, the track. Did you go to Louisville, well, Kentucky? Where they yeah. Had the- yeah. Well, I was actually trying to go a different direction, but that's a great right. way. That you saved me there. Because I was going to try and find something that was 99.7 and say that that's where I was. But yeah, I went to the Derby. And, yeah. you know, the great thing about the Derby <laughs> is that there's horses there. Yeah. Yeah. And the great thing about after the Derby. Is that there's a lot of glue. <laughs> so, I mean, which is sticky, hey, and right. that's why you need KY. There you sure. go. See, it's come full circle. It, right, that and is... that's why I draw the circles, because if you go full circle and you draw them, people know that they're coming in there. And if they didn't sure. know they were coming in there, then you got a problem. But we knew we were going there, we got there, and then boom. We're, we, <laughs> are you going to be at Stanford's Comedy Club in Westport tonight will, to see Frank Caliendo? Yeah, that guy, you know, he what a treat he is. I yeah. mean, uh, uh, he's a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> I mean, and let me tell you, I, I you know, I tried to pick a fight with him. I ended up loving him. I mean, yeah. that's kind of which again we get back into. It's the, like loving yourself in a way. You know, you and know, it takes it, you right back to the cave. Tell you what, John. I am never going to enjoy myself alone again after what you just said. There. <laughs> Think about that. You know, you, I mean, I'm going to get that Max Tanner and Moffat video. <laughs> Yeah, Steakhouse. Hey, uh, how, how's it going there? Good. Who's this? This is John. 
John. Yeah. John who? Uh, well, you know, it doesn't does it really. You know, don't worry about that. I just got a couple questions for you. You guys got a, any uh, any bus parking over there? Any what bus parking? Bus par- You know, in the in the back. You know, you got a a, a a bigger area where you can where you can park the bus, and then we come in and we you know have a blooming onion or something like that. Uh. Yes, I guess. I mean, it's, we have a big parking lot. It's not ours, but oh, so whose whose parking lot is it? It's uh, actually our landlord's. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, so. that, yeah, but you're renting it, so you get to use it, and I mean, that's okay. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah so you, what, we, got, you, we have that parking lot. We have Snook's parking lot right next door to us too. See, I'm calling for for we're doing a little thing with ABC right now, trying to figure out who is your favorite player on the on the St. Louis Rams. Adam Archuleta and Grant Winstrom, my two. Well, now why do you like these guys? Why? Yeah, I mean, who... They're you're, stepping up to the plate when the offense is not doing anything. <laughs> well, that's a baseball reference, stepping up to the plate. But, I mean, so you guys, you guys, uh, I mean, you, you'd rather root for them than like a, a Kurt Warner or something like that? Well, or Kurt's great. Kurt and Marshall are great, but I know they don't, they're not the glory guys sometimes. So, I was a defensive player when I played in high school, so... You were. Uh, yeah. So, see, that's, you know, that's what it is. I mean, I love the defensive guys, too. But, I mean, <laughs> the great guys are the guys who are doing the things that nobody realizes that they're doing. Yeah. But you're one of those guys who does realize that they're doing it. Yeah. And, that, that, I mean, that's the kind of thing that makes, that's what makes this great and what makes you great. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, my buddy Al and I, we're thinking about stopping down, okay. uh, you know, for, uh, I mean, we're in town for Did a couple. You guys, this is John Men, right? Well, you know, I don't want to say who it is, but I mean, you we might. said L, and that's L. Michael. So well, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it might be, but then again, it might not be. But we don't want people to know. So well, I know because you, uh, you, your bus drivers came in last time for last Monday night football game. Well, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, I got the guys. They're good guys, yeah. so they told me that's a great place, and yeah, that's where we should eat. Terry and Joe. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't want to say yeah. who I am or okay. who they are. But right. you know, so you guys, you got plenty of parking tonight, and we're yes, going to. We so we're we're either going to be there tonight, or we're going to try to be there tomorrow, or sometime in between those two days. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, man. We'll do it. We'll see you later. All right, thank you. All right, man. Bye. Okay, so there's this guy, and he's a big guy. He was an ex-offensive lineman. Then he became a head coach in the NFL for the Oakland Raiders. He wore a lot of bad 70s clothes, and he was the head coach of this team. It was just a itch-in-the-mouth, crazy football team. And then he gets out, and then the next thing you know, he's in these beer commercials, and he's, he's busting through walls, and, and, and he becomes a broadcaster, and he, he says boom and whap, and he's drawn on a telestrator, and he gets really loud, and he gets really fast. That's the old body slam, you know, like they do in wrestling. He rides around in a bus. He doesn't like being in a plane across the country, going from town to town, game to game, city to city. People can't get close enough to him, but he's kind of a loner. He's a guy that likes his privacy, but on Sunday, he will light up your television screen with words that aren't even words. Boom, right there, that's a wham block. That's John Madden, and he's dearly missed in the game today. You gonna be a football player when you grow up? Today is the best day of your life. Believe me. Give me eight years of daylight. That's all. Greatest leader I've ever known. What a ride it's been! I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I've been in football all my life. Behind John Madden's office in Pleasanton, California, is an old Raider blocking sled. The core of it was was football. To me, this is where it all starts. You see the, you know, seven-man sled. It's the greatest game in the world. Hitting a seven-man sled, that's the first thing they do. So that would, 
get rid of all hangovers. Football uh, has been my life and it's given me so much. That when you call that snap count, you should hear one boom. Now, playing is the best thing. Coaching is the next best thing. When you're coaching, you're just standing out here, you can ride this thing all day. But when you can play it for a while and then go on with your life's work and it's still football, you're the luckiest guy in the world. Down, set, ready, 100, 200. Have a high boom, you know, and then you can just ride it the whole thing. John Madden hasn't had one football life. He's led several of them. For a decade, he held the whistle in Oakland and coached the Raiders to their first Super Bowl win. He held a mic for 30 years and won 16 Emmy Awards as a broadcaster. And, of course, he often held a cold beer as a TV commercial star. He held a joystick as a video game pioneer, held a pen as a best-selling author, and he even held his own on Saturday Night Live. Hey, this is gonna be a great show. I've been practicing with the team all week. They're terrific. For over 50 years, the name Madden and football have been synonymous. His first field was Madden's lot behind his Daly City, California house. And his best friend was future USC and Ram head coach John Robinson. Since the age of 10, the two Johns competed for everything. You'd get the ice cream cone and you would say no bites. And that means that he couldn't ask for a bite. But if you said bites first, then you got a bite. So if he says bites, before you say no bites, you have to give him bites. Well, John, being the kind of bad human being that he was at the time, uh, uh, would spit on the ice cream cone. That means that he got bites, now he's not going to eat it. Well, I put up with that for a while, but then I said, to hell with this. I need to compete here, so I would bite on I'd take a bite anyway. John Robinson was the only guy that would still eat the ice cream after he spit on it, when he got bites. And he always thought that was unbelievable that I would do that. But I, wouldn't, I didn't care so, as much about the food as I, I, I didn't want to lose to him, you know? John Robinson, close friend of yours, and what a nice man. Well, forever, you know, John Robinson and I grew up together. We were in grammar school and all that. We were going to be the two greatest players that ever lived. We were going to play for the Yankees in the fall, in the summer and the 49ers in the winter. If we watch the 49ers and Hugh McElhaney made a great run, we would always say, I'm Hugh McElhaney, you know, and then you'd make a run. John's favorite player was Bob Tonoff. I'm Bob Tonoff, and you'd get off of me there. We would stand in front of mirrors and practice our batting stances. I'm Ted Williams, you know, bat straight up, feet together. But we, we began to realize that maybe this fabulous career wasn't going to happen. <laughs> the Daly City duo went to the University of Oregon. Robinson played for four years. Madden lasted only one. 
It wasn't a good fit. I didn't have a car, and it rained every day, and you had to walk, and I just... So anyway, I went to Cal Poly, and, and that, that was everything that I needed. I mean, I was able to go there, graduate, get my teaching credential, get my master's degree. In 1958, Madden was drafted by Philadelphia in the 21st round. But in training camp, he shredded his knee, and his career was over. He wanted to coach, so he spent the 59 season watching film with future Hall of Fame quarterback, Norm Van Brocklin. He called me Red. He said, uh, hey, Red, come on up here with me. And I sat up there with Dutch. I'm the only one there, and so he's talking out loud, and then he started talking to me more. I never had it. <laughs> I'm not saying I said, yeah, Dutch, why don't you have Tommy McDonald do a post and then hook up and see if you know something. And uh, I never did anything like that. I just listened. But it was the greatest education I ever had, Norm Van Brocklin. Madden also attended a coaching seminar given by his idol, Vince Lombardi. It's the power sweep. It's the lead play in our in our offense. And Vince Lombardi spoke on one play for eight hours. This is the play we feel that every defense that we face must stop. One play, eight hours. This is what we call running to daylight. I could have spoken on any subject for like two minutes. Inside the defensive tackle, inside the defensive end. And I realized at that point, I don't know a damn thing. You know, I'm a bluff. My knowledge was just surface. Madden was a newlywed and soon to be father of two. He needed some paychecks, so he quickly worked his way up the coaching ranks. John Madden's coaching career began in 1960 at Hancock Junior College. Four years later, he went to San Diego State, where he learned a new pass offense from future NFL head coach, Don Coriel. Raiders boss Al Davis was impressed by Madden's rise. In 1967, Davis hired him as linebacker's coach. We can also sometime, on first and 10, a strong dog or a red dog. In Madden's first season, he matched wits with his idol, Vince Lombardi, in Super Bowl II. Oakland lost. Two years later, the Raiders lost head coach John Rausch, who abruptly left for Buffalo. Al came in and talked to everyone and said, look, I'll talk to any one of you after the draft is over about being the head coach. Davis had his eye on Baltimore Colts defensive coach Chuck Knoll. So Chuck got the job with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So now I'm thinking, Al had a guy that I think was Chuck, and now he doesn't have a guy. So if he doesn't have a guy, and why not me? Davis agreed, and at age 32, Madden became the youngest head coach in the NFL. 
He was just good for me. He was just great. He was a great coach, a great teacher. He was great with players. He wanted to win, and uh, he believed in the Raiders. He believed in silver and black. We have a fine veteran football club, but our job is going to be to take the people that we've drafted, to develop them, and someday they're ready to play and be a very good Oakland Raider. Lombardi kind of liked Patton. And I could see a John Madden looking at Lombardi and looking at Patton and saying, Ho, I'll take the best out of him and the best out of him, and then I'll leave a whole bunch behind. So he left the Lombardi behind and went into the Madden, which was perfect for his team. I admired all those guys, but if I would have tried to be like any of them, I would have been a phony. Now, there's nothing that is worse than a phony because players will see through a phony. You, you don't have any longevity. Now, if you're going to have longevity, you better be yourself. And you better be yourself every doggone day. Let's start off and stay after the whole game. Madden let the Raiders be the Raiders. Gone was the dress code and the never sit on your helmet rule. I'll be myself, and you guys can be yourselves. The last thing I'd say when I was coaching Raider before we went out on the field is, don't worry about the horse being blind, just load the wagon. You don't worry about anything else. You just go whip the other team. You know, I only had three rules, and one was be on time. Don't be late for meetings. Pay attention. He was a stickler on that. Play like hell when I tell you to. You play hard when I tell you to. You know, you have to wear a necktie or something on the on the airplane, you know, that that's never won a game. And he never had a superiority approach to it. We're all kind of down in the dirt here and, and like in Madden's backyard and 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 that's how we're gonna do it. He knew that some guys needed a kick in the butt. Otto, you dumb quit hold it. <laughs> Madden learned that a pat on the back worked too. As a coach, you know, when you yell at me, that doesn't do any good. And he looked at me and said, Art, don't be so sensitive. <laughs> it's out of nowhere. Don't be so sensitive. <laughs> but I was a sensitive person. And you know what? Never yelled at me again. NFL officials, however, were rarely spared. Sometimes as a coach, you just had to yell. You jerk! You big jerk! It was easier to yell at officials than it was to players. You don't call Yeah, you! He was uh, what you want in a football coach. You want a guy who's gonna let his players play, let his players beat themselves, and fight for them. Sometimes you gotta let the horses run wild. And that's what John would do, let the horses run wild. Here come all the Raiders! Holy Toledo! It's the free-for-all! There wasn't a lot of late hits and stuff. I mean, I didn't, I didn't teach that stuff. I just taught him to play hard. We always tried to play within the rules and, you know, maybe, maybe stretch him a little. Madden's defense was all his design. Not so the offense. He used the intermediate pass routes he learned from watching film with Norm Van Brocklin. He dropped the bomb often, 
using the launch codes he got from Al Davis and Don Coriel. At the heart of it all was Lombardi's power sweep, run to perfection, behind one of the greatest offensive lines in NFL history. People say, oh, that Madden, you know, I know what he's going to do. He's going to, and we are, but I had, he runs to the left all the time. Well, I had Jim Otto as a center, Hall of Fame. Gene Upshaw as a left guard, Hall of Fame. Art Shell, left tackle, Hall of Fame. Why wouldn't I do that? <laughs> Madden won six division titles in his first seven seasons. But the best was yet to come. I want to see this. They know what tight the hell they want to Go tight, full right. Screen strong to half. We won a lot of games, and every game's a big game. You know what I mean? People say you didn't win the big games. Well, tell me when there's a little game. John Madden coached in more hair-raising games with names than anyone. One of the greatest was the Sea of Hands playoff miracle in 1974. The ghost to the post from Ken Stabler to Dave Casper helped the Raiders beat the Colts in the 1977 playoffs. A year later, the Holy Roller stunned the Chargers. In Madden's most controversial game with the name, he lost, thanks to the immaculate reception. Back goes Bradshaw. He's looking. He's in trouble back there. He rolls out to the right. He throws deep, and it is batted away. Oh, it's batted away. Franco went in, no one called touchdown. So my idea was you didn't know what happened. It was just the manner in which it was done and then the finality about it. I mean, everyone runs off the field and you stand <laughs> That's the only game I recall that I was worried for him, you know, because um, that was such a, he never brought a game home, but if there was one game where he just, you looked at a man that lost, he looked like a man that lost uh, big time. Madden was an analyst for 11 Super Bowls and watched many coaches savor the victory ride. That's the greatest feeling in the world. That's what it's all about. You are Super Bowl champions, world champions. But as a head coach, Madden hadn't taken that ride. Four times in six seasons, great Raider teams lost to the eventual Super Bowl winner. You'd be disappointed, 
But doggone, you know, we're close. We're, we're good. We're good. We're as good as they are. In 1975, Madden hired John Robinson as running backs coach. He hoped that Robinson could help Oakland finally make a Super Bowl. Instead, the Raiders lost their fifth championship game. You just keep uh, pounding on the door, and the door will eventually collapse. We're going to keep pounding on that door, and that damn door is going to collapse. Some thought that Madden couldn't win the big one, and that Al Davis was the real coach of the team. The last thing we want to do is, is make excuses. Turn over more than Yeah, my name's John. <laughs> it's a hell of a time, I know, but uh, anyway, John thinks that... Uh, <laughs> Just show stupidity. Al made sure of the thing Al was supposed to make sure of, and John made sure of the things that he was supposed to take care of, which was the field. Anything that I ever wanted that had to do with football, uh, you know, he supported me. It was a perfect situation. It was a perfect thing for me. After one season in Oakland, Robinson left for USC. As for the other John, he was about to make history. There gets to be a point in every game where you eliminate the outside. When you get closer to the game, the circle narrows, and then it gets to a point where it's just us against them. The toughest them was Pittsburgh. Oakland lost to them three times in the playoffs. 1976 would be different. On opening day, the Raiders roared back from 14 down to beat the Steelers in the final seconds. Stabler rolling to the left, he can take it in, he puts it under, he's at the two, touchdown Raiders! Well, it's all Raiders, it's 28 all. Snap, spot, kick, good! John Madden shows jubilance and exuberance. Oakland was near perfect, losing just once in the regular season. In the playoffs, they trailed the Patriots by four, with 14 seconds left. One team stood between them and the Super Bowl. We're going to have to play our best next week because we've been here before and um, uh, damn it, uh, this is a hurdle that we got to get over. This is Bill King at the Oakland Coliseum, the home of the Oakland Raiders. Time and again, they've arrived at this point, the AFC Championship game, only to be, in one way or another, bitterly disappointed. Okay, come on, defense! The Raiders dominated from start to finish. Stabler play fakes, drops back, here comes the rush, he gets rid of it, makes the touchdown Raiders! Here comes a blitz 
Davis for the Oakland Raiders. All along they've been thinking it was somebody's crazy illusion. You're just so happy. You know, you finally get there. And you probably do a lot of stupid things. I mean, I, I probably did. I could have, you know, stuck my head in the toilet. Beautiful thing is he comes out of the shower, look like a, a dog with a hair on. He just came around and shook everybody's head, just like a wet dog. Going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> Super Bowl Eleven was played in Pasadena, where a week earlier, John Robinson had led USC to a victory in the Rose Bowl. Madden hoped to make it a double dip for Daly City. First, Madden unleashed Lombardi's power running game. He followed it up with Air Coriel passes to MVP Fred Bolitnikov. Snake Stabler hissed passes that would have made Norm Van Brocklin proud. The route was on. Stabler back to pass, a quick run to the end zone. Oakland hammered home the victory with Madden's new 3-4 defense installed that year. For the first time ever, the Raiders were Super Bowl champions. That was the, the culmination of everything that he'd ever worked for. John, how's it feel? Yeah, great. Great. Waited a long time for it. You know, that was, that was the day. That was the biggest day of all of our lives. John Madden goes on the shoulders of his players. Robinson's Rose Bowl ride was so smooth, he could have enjoyed an ice cream cone. Then, they scooped up Big John. There was a cameraman on the ground, and he was taking the shot up, and he didn't move. And my guys who were carrying me off didn't see him, and they tripped. It was like the building that wasn't built correctly. <laughs> John started moving in one direction, and he went stopping 300 and some pounds. And it was like the London Bridge is falling down. <laughs> you don't care. I mean, I don't care if I would have fell on my head. You're so happy that that erases anything else. I never thought like, oh man, that's terrible. I, they're carrying me off the field, we'll all fall down. Eh, don't even think about it. Robinson was in the locker room when Madden finally made it in. And I remember seeing him after and his statement says, who would have thought two doofuses from Daly City would have this happen to him? And I said, yeah, that's about it. Super Bowl champion, and they can never take it away from you. Maybe the fact that we chased it so long made it bigger to us. It was the greatest feeling in the world. There was nothing that can beat it. We won every game that there is. Regular season game, playoff game, championship game, Super Bowl game. So all we could do is do it again. And that didn't, that didn't excite me. I've been here 
for 12 years with the Oakland Raiders and 10 years as a head coach. And those 10 years have been the happiest years of my life. I gave it everything I had. I don't have any more. I'm not resigning, I'm not quitting, I'm not doing anything. I'm retiring from football coaching and I'm never going to coach again. I really didn't respect broadcasting then. I mean, I wasn't a big fan of broadcasting. CBS offered me a job, I don't know, four or five games, and I said no. My agent at that time, he said, if you don't do it, they may not want you. I had to try it, so I tried it, and, uh, and I really liked it. I mean, I really, I really did like it. But not at first. Being a giant on the sideline was great. Not so much in the booth. I should have been sitting on his knee. I should have been like a mannequin. People of a certain age will understand. It should have been like Charlie McCarthy and Edgar Bergen. (laughs) You know, it's like he took up four-fifths of the shot. It took a while for Madden to learn how to fit in as an analyst. Good afternoon, everyone. Dick Stockton with John Madden. I'm Gary Bender along with John Madden. Hi, everybody. I'm Vin Scully along with John Madden. Frank Labor along with ex-Oakland Raiders coach John Madden. And looking ahead to the second half now, what do you think? Well, I really think what what we thought before the game, that it's still going to be secondary and coverage. As stressful as those early broadcasts were, flying to and from games was worse. And I flew and I got this this terrible feeling. And uh, if you ever have claustrophobia or panic attack, you kind of feel like you're dying, you know? And, you know, and you start making promises and stuff. And I said, if I ever get off this, if we land and I get off and I'm okay, I'll never fly again. What the heck's that I'm seeing there? Would you catch a little airplane flight? Yeah. Boy, that's too low. Is that a real plane, you think? What do you think it is, a toy? I don't know. <laughs> Never leave the ground. Madden took trains instead of planes to get around his phobia. The thing that they have to do is the 49ers play on running downs of 3-4 defense. In 1987, he hopped on the Madden Cruiser and traveled the back roads to the games. Eventually, Madden would become the game's top analyst. He spent 22 years at CBS and Fox, working alongside Pat Summerall. He was John Wayne and Walter Cronkite. You know, that's who he was. And, uh, and he could keep everything on an even keel. You know, I'd be wandering off, and then Pat, like, could summarize it like in three words. And I'd think, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Boom, we cross him. The left goes to the right, the right goes to the left. This guy crosses here, he crosses here. They have no idea where we are, who we are, where we're coming from, or who we're throwing to. Very interesting. There aren't many perfect marriages in the world. That was a perfect marriage. That one felt like I was sitting on my couch, and John and Pat were sitting over there in the two chairs next to me, having a beer, and we were watching a game. Joe Montana looks more like Barry Manilow, doesn't he? Whatever he looks like, he's a marvelous athlete. It was a joy. I mean, I think everybody who was in the business wanted a show that looked and sounded like that Madden Summerall show. He makes a little basketball twist there and pivot, 
And boom, the ball's there. The booms and the whole thing and then the doinks when, it, when a, uh, a kick would hit the upright. People love that. Listen to this one. <laughs> louder than a doink. Those booms and stuff <laughs> have been with me all my life. Boom! That is a great stiff arm. He was so detailed, and yet at the same time, he could not hide his passion, or most of all, his sense of joy that he was at this game. Like, this is a father bucket, this is a mother bucket, and since the last game, they had a baby bucket. So this is a baby bucket. I guess that clears up the question as to whether they're married or not. And he had guys he liked, guys who were a little different, you know, guys whose helmet was screwed on different, you know. I said, John, you need to make a team of those kind of guys. We all Madden team. That's how it started. And he did. He, he started it. I told John, I said, I'm 50% I'm of, of um, this franchise, you know, and, so, and he sent me an ice cream cone. But the squiggly telestrator lines, booms, whaps, turduckins, and six-legged turkeys were all Madden. It's funny the number of people that aren't sure how many legs are on a turkey. You know, how did you get six? Now, I know a turkey has four legs, but how did you get six out of it? <laughs> How'd you get four out of it? And of course, what John did too is he spawned a succession of Imitators. Did you see what Chad Johnson did in the offseason? He beat a horse in a race. But if you ask me, it wasn't fair. Chad should have had a jockey on his back, too. The kind of broadcaster he was was what set him up for everything else. What separated him from other broadcasters, he was the everyman. He was the guy next door. He was the guy you wanted to have a beer with, which is what made him a great spokesman. And you scramble around like a crazy guy trying to make the big meeting. You can blow your whole career. He was the guy who said to you, hey, if this lawnmower is good, it was good. Have this beer, it's pretty good. He wasn't slick. That's what made him so compelling. So I've probably in my lifetime broken through more paper than anyone in the world. The world record for that. Like I was saying, light beer tastes great. He also sold over a hundred million copies of his Madden video game. It all began in 1984, when Madden was approached by Trip Hawkins. He was basically going to be the announcer of the game that you might play or that you might play with a friend. He's going to be the announcer. Now this is what the game of football is all about. And then of course if you're playing against him, he's going to be the rival coach. And when you're calling your plays, if you weren't sure what to do, you could ask him for his advice. Even if the defense expects a run on first down, I'd still run it right at him. It's ironic, actually, because years later, John would say, I, I can't believe that I'm best known for a video game. And, you know, I don't think any of us could have imagined that that would happen. You know, people don't say, I'm going to play video game football. People say, I'm going to play Madden. You know what I mean? That's what they say. I'm going to play Madden. It blows your mind every year. How you doing? I'm doing good. I just intercepted it, but it's not my fault. Again, that was luck. You know, I mean, there was no way we sat down or I sat down and said, I'm going to make a video. I didn't even know what a video game was. But as a coach and broadcaster, Madden always knew when it was time to walk away. After 30 years, with rows of Emmys in his office, he hung up the mic in 2009. The game was great and unexpectedly great. 
John, of course, was on top of the game perfectly. What Ben does, I mean, he's, he's so big and strong that he can, he can find time, he can move a little, he can pump, bring it back, reload it, and still get it out there. Oh, no. But three months later, John would retire. And classically John Madden, he didn't make a long speech about it. He just said, it's time. But John Madden's football life was far from over. I'm a hang guy. I love to hang out. I love to hang out, tell stories. One of my favorite things in playing and coaches was the bus rides. In 2006, the bus rolled past the old seven-man blocking sled to take one man on the ride of his life. John Madden was heading to Canton to be enshrined in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Despite winning 100 games faster than anyone, and having a better winning percentage than many Hall of Fame coaches, including Vince Lombardi. Madden had waited decades for the call. He just enjoyed the country, enjoyed the travel, enjoyed the mom and pop restaurants in small towns, whether it's Van Horn, Texas, or Lincoln, Nebraska, or just, he loved that part of it. I like to hear what they do how they got there, what they do. I mean, that was always, well, what do you do out here? Madden's journey to the Hall of Fame was in 2006. Before it, joyful wins. After it, the sad loss of many he'd coached. And longtime friend, Pat Summerall. First goodbye with Pat was at CBS. Then we both went to Fox. This is the third goodbye. It's the toughest. Goodbye, Pat. Rest in peace. I love you. Every football life has sad shadows cast over it. That was true for Madden who had to wait for years to finally be cast in bronze. First year that I was eligible to go in the Hall of Fame, I was a finalist, and I didn't make it. It went like 20, 20 years, and I wasn't even on the list. <laughs> and so after a while, you know, you kind of have to laugh. When the 2006 class was announced, Madden was in Detroit, preparing to broadcast Super Bowl Forty. It's the NFL Network, and there's Rich Eisen, and he says, Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2006 announcement press conference. Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman. Harry Carson. Harry Carson. Then John Madden. John Madden. And, like, the room exploded. And it happened so fast that Fred and Drew, his director and producer, they were in mid-hug and my camera came out and it was shaking and I've got this blurry picture. And I don't remember what I look like or what happened, 
but I just had tingles all over me. We watched the NFL Network <laughs> going to announce it, and I said, they can't take this away, can they? I mean, they can't say we're kidding. We want it back. <laughs> you can't. You don't fly to Hawaii. You can't have it. I said, no, we can't take it away. Like, hey. The cruiser finally arrived, but it went past the hall and out to the Canton Airport. He walks on and takes the the mic from uh, uh, the flight attendant and and welcomes everyone. Yeah, welcome to Canton, everyone. This is the first time I've been on an airplane since 1970. <laughs> I'm just so happy to have all of you here and 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 being part of this. And I just want to say, just have fun. If you, if you have any questions, if you have anything you need, don't ask me. Jim Otto sitting up there would say, I used to always tell the team, don't worry about the horse being blind, just load the wagon. Go get them. Today is a very emotional and inspirational experience for me to present the great John Madden into the enshrinement in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Today feels like the second time in my life that I'm being carried off the shoulders of others. Yet instead of off the field, it's into the Hall of Fame. And instead of five or six guys, today I ride in the shoulders of hundreds of friends, coaches, players, colleagues, family. And I just say this, I thank you all very much. This has been the sweetest ride of them all. Thank you. Madden's football lives continue. He watches all the games at his production facility and advises the NFL's competition committee and safety panel. Just because I'm not actively broadcasting or actively doing that, I, I still love it. I'm still interested in it. I still want to know what they're doing. I still want to know why they do it. And the next thing that comes is you got shotgun, and you have to get shotgun runs. So when I do this, I'm always thinking about how can we make the game better between the safety issues and the rule issues. Uh, that keeps me pretty much involved. In the NFL, Madden will always be a part of the conversation, especially at night in the Hall of Fame. After all the people leave and the last guy closes the door, I believe that the busts talk to each other. Madden would share stories into the wee hours. But when it comes to his own lasting legacy, he's at a loss for words. I don't think about that. I don't think that's up to me. You know, I mean, I really, I honestly don't, I don't think about that. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know. We love John Madden. He was true to himself. He was true to the people that were around him. He cared about people. He loved people. He loved his players. He loved his family. And he only wanted the best for all of us. He was a Hall of Fame football coach. He was a gigantic television star. Why? Because the bit of advice that everybody gets that's easy to say but hard to follow, be yourself. He was able to be himself in spades, and people loved it. I look at so many people that never did what they wanted to do. 
maybe a little happy. I look at John Matt as the one guy that I could point to that did what he wanted to do the whole, his whole life. You sit in a room with him and it's like, what am I gonna add to this? I'll just be quiet and take it all in. And uh, I also know that those around him really consider themselves lucky and part of his inner group. Remember that guy that you loved the most when you were growing up? He was your school teacher who was the most brilliant yet at the same time really cared about you. The guy who came and sat with you and played cards or maybe even later on video games. Well, he exists. He exists. His name is John Madden. There's no pretentiousness. Just a guy who I know cared about me and I cared about him and, and, uh, and there's so damn much fun. I mean, he's been in the public eye so long and we live in this gotcha society. By being who he is and sticking to his guns, he's never embarrassed himself. And he's somebody uh, from the time I was five years old to now I'm you know, 53, I've always been, I've been proud of every single thing that he's ever done. You know, the word that I would use, the strong sense of the word, he's, he's very intimate. He cares about everything. How can you find a game that you really like and you can stay in it your whole life? I mean, I'm so damn lucky that I was able to do that. <laughs>